We set it on November 1st and we ruin it by Thanksgiving every year. Welcome to South Jersey Girls. I'm Klein Aliardi. I'm Jane Feld. I'm Elise Notariani. And I'm Marianne Aliardi. And later we have an interview with our columnist, Jason Springer. But today is the final day of Hanukkah. So Jane, how did the festivities go? I'm pretty locked out at this point. So. <laughs> is, that, is that possible? Eight days, yes. I got a new menorah this year. You know, it's the Festival of Lights. So we light our candles. Of course. I Bader Ginsburg one. And I love it. So. She was so excited about that. She texted me like four pictures of it. Do you get a different one every year? No. Oh. But I saw this. And my mind flashed to family heirloom and like how I have my great, great, great grandmother's candles from the old country that someday, like 300 years from now, my family's going to be like the Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's amazing. That's how I want to make every purchase from now on in my life. Great, 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 great grandma Jane was a feminist. Right. Hell no. (laughs) right how was uh lighting the menorah this year because of covid we did a big outdoor one and it turns out that lighting eight candles in the wind is not really perfect but wow did it for a show and then brought it inside and it was still special were you actually able to light each one because like that's a lot of candles and that's a lot of wind yeah, then in my head, it was Elton John's Candles in the Wind, but... There you go. <laughs> the new Hanukkah song. <laughs> and do you have, like, a dinner around each candle lighting? Yeah, and when the kids were little, we used to get a present a night, but that is cool. just really tiresome. So do they get presents at all? Yeah, but the first night and at our family party. I'm still kicking myself for this, that I was going to buy Jane a Hanukkah present. And I I found it on this like um, vintage shop um, on their Instagram. And it was an old book from the 19, from like 1928 of uh, old stories from New Jersey history. I called 38 seconds after it was posted and somebody already bought it. Whoa. I was like, no. Did you tell them about Jane? Because I'm sure they would have changed their mind. Look, there was no, there was no persuading them. You should have had to apply for the gift, not just buy it. Exactly. True. I would have been, I would have had the worthy candidate. I know it. Yep. I want to call out uh, Elise, who said that she doesn't have any weird family traditions, but apparently her family eats jello for dessert on Christmas. And I'm not no, calling we that. Eat jello for dinner. What? Oh, I'm sorry. It's even weirder. <laughs> so I don't know how this got started, but we make jello for every like big holiday. And instead of eating it with, dessert we eat it with dinner and sometimes we do the one that has the cool whip in it so it's kind of like fluffy in it stop that wait wait yeah i've never heard of that it doesn't sound good though isn't that what ambrosia is and isn't that a thing maybe um ambrosia sounds like an old person word i'm gonna be totally honest i feel like it's like a holiday tradition thing ambrosia is the american variety of fruit salad but it has like marshmallows in it looking oh, at it, it. Looks so gross. oh i've seen people react to that on like tiktok <laughs> i got uh client on tiktok <laughs> to me yeah I'm no it's sick. like a it's a full-on addiction now it's a problem okay. also i'm dangerously close to making tiktoks oh my god like oh. i don't like the fact that yesterday i was sitting on my couch and i saw something and i was like oh yeah we could we could do that and SJ Magazine needs a TikTok. Klein, I will immediately. work on it. I 
I'm so into this. I ruined my, um, one of my stocking gifts to John was that I no. got so excited. I got him, um, it was what, what do you meme, but TikTok edition. And I was so excited about it that I immediately went to go text my sister because I had sent my sister and John the same TikTok back to back. I texted it to John instead. Oh. And so it ruined the surprise. I was very upset. Although I did watch him open it and then try to play it. And I don't, it's not, I don't it think it really it. mattered. I don't think ruining the surprise really did anything. Yeah. yeah. That was really a gift for you, right? Not John. Because he's not on TikTok, is he? Oh, yeah. He got me on TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how we communicate with each other. He sits in our room and I sit in the living room and we send TikToks back and forth. That's yeah. the key to a good relationship, kids. 2020, absolutely. So I don't think, I, I don't know, Jello doesn't seem that weird in our table anymore. Our other tradition is that we always have pizzelles, um at every holiday, which I have I support this over. position, uh, this tradition. Well, not Klein. Elise, those pizzelles that you gave me were so, so good. good. You have to make more because I got a morsel. And they came back from work and they were gone. Okay, I'm just the opposite because I've eaten, I think I've eaten four. Like How many did you get? Maybe eight. Elise, did I get oh, gypped? I, I gave you less because you usually yell at me when I give you too many treats. I mean, that's, you're not wrong, but like, they're just so good. And they're really so like. They're like, I eat an entire family size batch by myself. I, like I, I ate all of the ones you gave me in less than 24 hours. I'll make and you guys more. I'm you asked Elise if she, about her weird family traditions. Do, I you did. Feel, do you feel you have weird family traditions? No. <laughs> Are you just saying that because you're answering me? No. You know what's really depressing, actually? When I was trying to think of stuff, I, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not saying we, no, no, no. I'm not saying we didn't used to have traditions or we don't have family traditions. I just mean that like in the weeks leaning, leading up to Christmas, when I'm on my own, oh. living wherever I am, I really don't have holiday stuff that I do. But that's fair enough. You're, Wait, you've only like, been living okay. on your own for a couple of years. Yeah. And Elise is um, like trying to break John into this stuff. So she needs yeah. So another one of my favorite holiday traditions is uh, setting our secret Santa for, we set it on November 1st and we ruin it by Thanksgiving every year. Because you set it on November 1st. Why do you set it so what early? Do we, what do you ruin it? How do you ruin it? We all figure out who we has each other out. and then we tell each other. <laughs> and for secret Santa, what do you, is that like a Pollyanna? It's like Pollyanna. Because we do a Pollyanna. What is Pollyanna? Probably a secret Santa. It's, it's the old person ver- word for secret Santa. I'm not, and I'm not kidding on not. that. It is not. Yes, it is. I have said the word okay, Pollyanna to my friends, oh. and they have said, what? Hold on. I've never heard that. Your secret Santa is, if you're someone's secret Santa, over a period of time, you're supposed to give them a, li- a number of gifts. It'd be perfect that's for Hanukkah. That's not true. Actually. That's not true. Yeah, that's what a secret Santa is. Secret According Santa- to who? According to everyone who knows what a secret Santa is, the difference between <laughs> secret Santa and Pollyanna, Pollyanna what? is you get someone and you give them a gift, you come to the party and you give them your Pollyanna gift. Correct. Secret Santa is like when you were in school, you would get someone's name as secret Santa. And you know, one day you might leave like some candy on their desk. And the next day you might leave like a little notebook on their desk or something. That's um. secret Santa. I reject this definition. Just saying. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely reject that. No. <laughs> I, I accept it. Thank you, Jane. I got my older son turned out to be the most popular one, and he's been wearing it <laughs> through every day of Hanukkah. Bob Ross um, pajama pants. That's oh, my a- God. I feel like just looking at those pajama pants would calm you down. You know, he's making a really big resurgence through uh, TikTok. 
Oh my God. <laughs> All conversations lead back to TikTok. As they should, like- John. John has sent me four TikToks in the, the span that we've had this conversation. Oh my God. <laughs> you want to talk about our holiday tradition since I apparently insulted you? By you didn't, saying- no, you didn't insult me. It'd just be another episode of things Klein thinks is true about her family that actually aren't true. But Maybe you know. I've just repressed my entire childhood. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So our, so um, we go to Philly to see the Wanamaker's tree, which I've been doing since I was like eight. I did that when I was little too. Yeah. Wait, what is that? Down in Center City, Philadelphia? Oh, it's not. Ooh, it's Macy's. Oh. It used to be Macy's. Macy's has a, have you been, have you seen it? I haven't seen it this year. Klein, you want to go? You've seen it before though. Is it? Yeah, I think. I, you know, I think it is. I don't know how they're doing it though. Don't know, but it's just when you do something for so long, it's so nice to keep doing it. You know, like I used to go with my grandparents, and now I go with my kids, and hopefully someday I'll go with my grandchildren. Just like I went with my grandpa. I mean, that's just mm. so mind-boggling to think you're going to the same place and looking at the same light show. I fell into a dark place of watching the really cheesy netflix a dark place that's a break dark yeah they're the best i love any movie that has like a high-powered lawyer who unexpectedly inherits an inn within like two days of christmas and has to handle it (laughs) what's gonna happen she's gonna fall in love with somebody it's just it's a christmas miracle i love it oh my god and i love all 57 iterations of it that end up yeah right exactly yeah i like oddly enough i like christmas with the cranks which is such a weird favorite movie. But at the very, very end, Tim Allen is standing in the middle of the street to his right at his neighbors across the street. And it's an older couple. They're having dinner and she has cancer. And then he looks to the left at his house where there's a Christmas party going on. And when the first time I ever saw that, I thought, oh my God, that's, I see that constantly. I see like happy people. And I think, Oh, yeah, but there's so many people who are sad, even while happiness is going on. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. It's kind of depressing. Yeah, better than my choice of elf. Well, everybody. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. That's what I thought someone was going to say. No, but it's not. It's life. It's Christmas. I get it. It's important. I just. It's deeper than I know. Have you not seen it either? No. Oh, oh, no, I guess you don't watch a lot. Do you do you watch Christmas movies? Um. I do sometimes, but when I think of Christmas movies, this is a very Jewish thing. There was always, everything was always closed on Christmas. So Jews always did Chinese food and a movie. So mm-hmm. my idea of a Christmas movie is what we went and saw so as a family. What is it like to like have on regular TV Christmas specials and like Frosty comes on every year and Rudolph when it's not your holiday that you celebrate? I think it was a disconnect that it, it didn't occur to me that we do none of this stuff. It was just oh. watching um, a movie about a different country where they do stuff. <laughs> I didn't yeah. feel out of it. Right. Yeah. Although then- I, I, like, I really um, kind of obsessed on the Island of Misfit Toys. Love that part. Which one is the one with Heat, My- Heat Meister? And- oh, wait. What? I was just having this conversation. I never remember until it comes on on TV. A Year Without Santa Claus. Is that what it is? There you go. I, I think that's what it is. That is it. 
Because Santa gets a cold. That's what does it for him? Santa lives in the North Pole. How could he possibly get a cold? It's just, I don't know. unrealistic. Because he's a man, so he gets a cold. We're living in a pandemic, and you're telling me that that's unrealistic? Yes. (laughs) He's a man, and he gets a cold, and everything is shut down. (laughs) Christmas is on hold. Okay, so that might be the most realistic. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. The one Christmas movie I've never seen. Why have I never seen that? Add it to your list. I don't know. It's probably Marianne's fault. I've seen so, it somehow, as everything be- is. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm here with Jason Springer, who is our columnist for um, parenting and also a com- communications consultant. And this is really exciting because I've known Jason for a while now. Say hi, Jason. Hi, everybody. Thanks for the chance to talk. We're so happy to have you here. So we've been talking about the holidays, and I know, Jason, for you, this is a little bittersweet um, with the birth of your son this year and also the passing of your father. So what's the holidays been like for you? A roller coaster. The whole year is, though, for everybody. I mean, it, you know, my son, who is now nine and a half months old, doesn't know life without a pandemic, um, but he doesn't think anything's different because he doesn't know any better. Um you know, my dad passed away a few weeks ago, and, and that's been a challenge from a parenting perspective, telling my three-and-a-half-year-old and dealing with that from a personal perspective, trying to digest it all and go through the holidays. So, I mean, thankfully, I've got plenty of good memories. Um, you know, we celebrate Hanukkah, and I have my grandfather's menorah, which was his father's, that actually went through the concentration camp in Dachau. And... I have a piece of my dad and his family with me all the time. And um, as you'll see in my column next month, when I write about this and telling my son, um, my son has helped me to realize that I can still talk to my dad anytime, um, just in a different way. You know, you'll, you'll read in the column with my dad. He thinks he's up in the stars now and stops us when we're driving to point up at the sky because he can give air hugs and kisses and talk to my dad. Uh, so like you, you go through these things and you, you don't really think about that when you're in the middle of it. My biggest concern when my dad passed wasn't that I wouldn't be able to deal with it. It's how do I tell my son that his poppy isn't going to be there? And that's what he's known. And that was the thing that, that caused me the biggest difficulty through this whole process. And so to see how he's internalized it and then kind of helped me to realize that it's not just what I see in front of me that's actually there. It's, it's more than that. It's crazy how a three and a half year old can teach you so many lessons, even though you've gone through so many things in life on different journeys. Yeah, that story really got to me. It was the best column that you wrote. You've been doing this for about a year now, right? Yeah, if you ever would have told me five years ago or my wife five years ago that I'd be writing a column about parenting, (laughs) we both would have laughed at you because I had a hard enough time taking care of myself. And your son's a character. He is. Um, He will remind you that he's the boss at three and a half. He's basically my mini me. My mom reminds me when she's with him that it's like hanging out with me when I was a child. So for good or for bad, my wife is stuck with two of us. How about Adam? Can you? He's a joy. I mean, he's, if we could just get his teeth to come through, he'd sleep a little bit, but um, you know, you think that your kid will be born and you'll get that time where you're just bonding with them because of the pandemic, it, we were all in the house together. So it wasn't just Adam here with us. It was Adam and Brandon here with us. So 
their relationship is is really good and fun to see and Brandon doesn't want to go anywhere with Adam and he always worries that Adam has presents and toys now I'm sure that will change when Adam tries to share his toys oh yeah but um for now it's been it's been fun and an adventure and when Brandon was born we had him out at a month old in a bucket seat on the table we joked that by the time Adam goes out to a restaurant he'll be sitting up in a chair let alone a high chair so, you know, it's it's the same raising kids, but each kid is different and the circumstances are different. And I've got a little helper in Brandon who just wants to be the best big brother and help his little brother and help his dad and his mom out. Oh, so sweet. I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. I, I recognize that. Although it's got to be hard to wake up when he wants to wake up because I know you're not a morning person. No, but at the same time, since he was little, we've called that guy time. We let yeah. mommy sleep and we have... Daddy Brandon time, Daddy Brandon Adam time, and it's it's my time with them in the day to be able to play and watch cartoons or play in the playroom, build a fort. I wouldn't pass that up for anything because that's yeah. my special time with them. What's it like to know that you're going to write about this stuff? Like, do you feel like it's changed your parenting or your perspective? Or are you going around with a little notepad? You know, it's funny. I think it actually helps me be more present because I focus on the details because they'll become stories eventually. Like I was saying about my column for next month, that is really what made me face my dad's passing. Um, you know, I, I can keep busy and try not to think about it and be distracted, but when you have to sit down over a couple of days and write a column about it and really focus on, okay, why are you feeling this way? What are you thinking? Uh, these things kind of hit you a little more. So, um, holidays like what what have you been doing what any special traditions we love christmas lights um we will find christmas lights displays my, my wife and i for relaxation we'll watch the great christmas light fight on tv we'll just dvr it and sit down at night after the kids in bed and watch that so uh brandon likes to drive around and look at the different inflatables and the lights so he looks for the big rudolph and he looks for the big menorah and for me that's something that i did when i was younger with my mom and Sarah did when she was younger with her parents. So for us, it's fun this time of year to kind of carry on those traditions. Now, my son, Brandon, doesn't understand why you have to throw away the pumpkins after Thanksgiving. He thinks they should stay up with the lights for Christmas, but we're working on that. Right. We learned that because it was so hot. We went out one day and there was flies everywhere. And I, I tried to explain that to him when we threw it into the yellow recycle bin. Uh, we pulled the bottom of the pumpkin up and we we're like, see, this is why we throw it away. It's like a vegetable that goes bad when we get them at the grocery store. Right. I, although some gourds last forever. because They do. And that messes up any explanation yeah. to a toddler. It, it's very difficult because um, toddlers are literal. And if you tell them something and then something doesn't match what you've told them, it's mind blown, straight confused. Right, <laughs> right. and and he, I know from the column, he's quick to point that out. Oh, he nothing gets by him. He is um, very animated and very questioning. And so at three and a half, he's going on 13 and a half talking like another person. And I always laugh from the feedback I get from other parents. It's like, just wait, like, oh God, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. and. It, it's just been great for me since I knew you before this to watch you turn into the columnist. 
you you knew before I could barely take care of myself. I did know. And, and and now you see that I try to figure this out. Now, uh, full credit to my wife. She's the one that that makes half of this happen. Even with the column, you know, I, I, I'll do a first draft, but we'll write that column together a lot. I always joke that my name may be on it, but it's our column. You know, right. we, it's the story of our family and we, we love it. I save a copy of each magazine. I want the boys to be able to have those stories that I've told about them growing up when they're older, just like I have the things that my dad left me so that they can see what it was like. Thanks to Jason for joining us today. And Jane, I swear I'm going to hunt down that book for next Hanukkah for you. Oh, I know you will. And I will have so many more latkes for you next year, but not now. I'm just done with latkes. Okay. Well, maybe like next month might be okay. I could do that. Sure. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Remember to hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Tuesday and see you next week. Bye. Bye.